Hello and welcome to the Autistic Experience, an autism-based podcast full of guinea pig noises and general nonsense. <laughs> I mean, uh, is, is that untrue? No. no well, hopefully not too many guinea pig noises now no, that we're in another room. No, we're in an entirely <laughs> different room, so if they get through here, boy, do we have other problems. You never know, to be fair. New episodes come out every Sunday at midday British time, and you can also go follow us on Instagram at The Autistic Experience. My name is Kieran, as always, joined by Chloe. Hello. Hello. Now we're going to be having a look a little bit later at some of the autism, ADHD, otherwise neurodivergent-based news stories. But as always, to further convince you of our ongoing place in the human race. <laughs> nice. Rhyme aside, obviously. We're going to... Jump into home news. Yeah. We like home news. We do. So, this is basically <laughs> what we've been doing, whether you're interested or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose... The way podcasts work, if you're not interested, you could just skip a little bit. No, no, no. No, that's impossible to do. It, okay. it is impossible. To, there is no skip button available. Oh, right, okay. Not that's possible. a special podcast. It cannot be done. My mistake. Yeah. You're what? talking crazy. <laughs> what have we done? Well, we've got an update it's on so the dishwasher. Nice. Yeah. A uh, dishwasher saga from last week, don't yeah. we? Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll cover that first. So... Last you heard, we had gotten ourselves a tabletop dishwasher, and after quite a lot of faff, we'd managed to get it put basically into a cupboard, and we'd <laughs> had it uh, working and draining into a bowl underneath it. Yeah. However, after a few days of that, I kind of decided just to f do it properly. So just because the sink plug was all scuzzy and nasty and needed replacing because it was starting to leak quite a lot <laughs> so it needed doing anyway so i thought well while we're at it how about we just get one of the sink traps which is what the the little um, kind of plasticky swivelly whatnot <laughs> underneath the sink is called get one of those which has an input thing for a dishwasher so we can plug the pipe that goes out of the dishwasher into that so we don't actually have to empty that bowl every single morning mm -hmm. and at the same time we can get a nice little nice new plug nice shiny new plug which yes. isn't horrible it's amazing how i said how much difference a new plug can make to the way a sink looks yeah. <laughs> looks so much nicer oh. now so the plan was i go and get that stuff put it together bish bash bosh done Easy. Well, I'm sure you know how this is going to go. Most of it went well. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just it... trying to figure out what bit went wrong. Well, bearing in mind, the theoretic, because the, the plug I... I bought was a little bit too wide. It's not actually, it's not that it was too wide. It's that it's too it, curvy. It was too curvy for the <laughs> sink. So what? I kind of needed to do a little bit was make the plug hole bigger <laughs> in the sink. So luckily, I've got a pair of tin snips, uh, tin snips. and 
Thus began an afternoon of going yeah. snip, 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 snip. Yeah. Bash, bash, bash with a hammer. bang, yeah. <laughs> grab some pliers, pull, cut. It was all the whole thing, basically just to make this plug hole big enough to fit the new plug, mm-hmm. basically. And it took a little while, took a little while, but I got it done. Hooked everything up nicely, ended up having to cut a little bit of the, the waste pipe, but that was fine apart from the smell. <laughs> but that all worked, and we've got a dishwasher we don't need to empty out. Yeah, it hasn't exploded. Yeah, it's not exploded. It's been set the up sink for a few looks days. nice. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good, man. But I suppose this is where I should. Oh, elaborate yeah. on this yeah. because you're probably thinking, there "Hey, was a coder. that wasn't so. That wasn't so hard." Well, let me tell you about what happened the next day while <laughs> Kieran was at work, and I was in the house by myself, thinking about being super productive. I'd cooked myself something for lunch, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just quickly give this pan a clean because it's a bit oily. I don't really want to, you know." take up space in the dishwasher with that so I'll just wash it in the sink I was being really good and I walked up to the sink had my music playing I was all happy and then suddenly I felt this horrible sharp stabbing sensation in the heel of my foot it was Chucky back for revenge yeah (laughs) it could have been to be fair (laughs) and I thought oh bloody hell what's that me thinking I'm used to treading on like guinea pig hay and nugs and things yeah so like pellets and that so i thought it was probably a guinea pig thing and i was like what on earth i just trod on that hurt like a bugger so i lifted my foot up to investigate what i had trodden on and i tried to take my sock off and it was pinned to the skin of my foot which was when i realized that something had gone into my heel <laughs> and I was I was like oh god uh-oh this could be bad so I went into the living room got the first aid kit and I started trying to pull this thing out that was embedded in my heel because I just thought like I need to get it out or if I can't get it out I'm gonna have to like go to the hospital or something and as I started to pull it out I got it a little bit of the way and then suddenly there was just this this eruption <laughs> like through like a, my like sock. a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, it was. Like my sock was soaked, it went all over my fingers, like it was really dramatic. But it was one of those things where like once I'd got it all out and I'd wiped it and I'd, you know, put a plaster on, you can't even see the mark. Yeah, you barely moaned at all. Nothing. But like <laughs> it was very dramatic. And it was quite tender for a while actually oh. walking on it. But yeah, it was it was it was way smaller it was way less serious than it looked at first but i did tread on a piece of aforementioned sink Mm -hmm. that had been snipped off and it went into my heel and nearly killed me so (sighs) that's what happened with the dishwasher well at least you're not being dramatic about it (laughs) that's the important thing (laughs) i could have got like tetanus or an infection, you don't know. Ah, it's stainless steel, famous for giving tetanus. <laughs> it was a very, uh, ter- it was a terrifying time. I thought, oh, I'm going to have to call an ambulance in a minute. Or I'm going to have to phone here and get him to come home and be like, I've stabbed myself. And I would go, with what? <laughs> sink. How? <laughs> I've stabbed myself with the sink. 
<laughs> did you fold it up and <laughs> I trod on the sink. <laughs> Right, and on that, should we uh, swap gears and have a look at some of the the new stories which have proved interesting? Go on, then. All right, so. Clutch in. Change gear. Clutch out. Slow acceleration. <laughs> Let's get a move on. So, as usual, these articles are either written for neurodivergent folk, about neurodivergent folk, or by neurodivergent folk, or I guess of particular relevance to us. Mm -hmm. So uh, this first one comes from Digital Spy, and it was published on the 21st of February. Now, I think this has probably come up in your feeds if you're interested in TV at all. <laughs> and I have a sneaking suspicion some of you may be. <laughs> so in April... The BBC is going to be airing a program called The Assembly, which is a program where they have, I think, 35, it said, 35 neurodivergent journalists, and they interview actor Michael Sheen, <laughs> known for various roles, such as in Good Omens and 30 Rock and Staged and... A lot of other things. <laughs> we could be here for. Oh, a while. he was in Twilight, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh dear, we don't want to talk about Twilight. <laughs> well, he, his roles have gotten better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I actually knew many, many years ago. I think it was Michael Sheen's cousin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he was Michael Sheen's cousin. <laughs> With the same surname, <laughs> and they look quite similar. So Maybe I was prepared was. to believe him. Yeah. Well, let's just say it was, because it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and or who cares? Nephew or whatever. Who cares Relative. what everyone else thinks? Yeah. <laughs> I choose to believe it, therefore it is true. Yeah. <laughs> so, The Assembly is an adaptation of the French show, which is called Le Recontre de Papota. Mm. Very nice. Mm. I'm assuming that's right. <laughs> and it's just neurodivergent journalists interviewing eminent people. It went on to become France's most watched unscripted show of 2022. So this was in the days before The Traitors, obviously. <laughs> and they've had adaptations in Spain, Denmark and Poland. So I imagine it'll be interesting to watch. So it's being made in honour of Autism Acceptance Week, which is, I think, probably the first week of April. Because I know Autism Acceptance Day is the 2nd of April, because as we said, it would be a cruel joke <laughs> if it was the day before. It would. I mean, I think I think we should watch this assembly thing, because mm. it says that the journalists can basically ask, ask whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that our minds work, I can imagine that's going to be quite a ride. <laughs> I imagine your first question would be, is David Tennant a good kisser? Maybe like... Ten years ago, that would have been my main point of interest, I think, yeah. Mm. But... <laughs> what your main point of interest now? What of my, Michael Sheen? Probably, yeah, to be fair, I'd probably say, what was it like doing the kissing scene with David Tennant? <laughs> but like, nothing we haven't done before in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, I think it sounds like it'd be it'd be good fun and the potential to go quite crazy in a good way because I'm hoping there'd be quite random things pop up knowing the autistic brain and how it works. <laughs> well, we'll see, won't we? So keep an eye out for that. At a guess, first week of April. I don't think actual broadcast details have been given out so far, but no, it'll be on the BBC and I play just in April, it says, but my guess would be first week. All right, moving on to the second story for today. Have you ever wanted to work on a farm? Yes. Yeah, okay, good news for those who live in Durham or County Durham, in fact. Damn. <laughs> because uh, a guy called Dave Wild is working on developing a farm site with the aim of basically only employing autistic people. 60 people, did it say? Their Start, yeah, it says, uh, so it'd be 77 acres, and it quite helpfully puts 31 hectares, which is an even more obscure <laughs> area. It doesn't put it in football pitches, which is the standard journalistic yeah. equivalent. It's either football pitches or areas the size of Wales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a really useless measurement, actually, because Wales is such an uneven shape that <laughs> hmm. you've got to think about how two Wales is yeah, fit together. Wales and... doesn't tessellate. Yeah, exactly. So how are you supposed to figure that one out mm. unless Wales is made into... A nice, even shape. Yeah, I mean, it's sand off the edges. <laughs> Is there anything there anyway? <laughs> not in those bits, no, not really. <laughs> so the plan, from what I can tell, is like there is a lot to do, but the eventual hope is that it will have, you know, walks, wetlands, meadows, forests, and it says a rare breed farm park. Mm. So they want to get a 28... Pregnant ewes, cattle, goats, and large black pigs. Ooh. Which I know you'll be particularly happy about. I think I might need to move to Durham so I can be a pig keeper. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called New Warlands Farm. So it may still be a little while before it's possible to go and visit. But I reckon that'd be a good time. Yeah, I do as well. Because it said that they were going to do kind of ethical farming and they were going to have a farm shop and like it's a kind of working place. It's not just like a little petting zoo kind yeah. of come and visit and stroke a pig. Like it's a it's a proper farm with a shop and everything. And like I imagine that the jobs that are going to be available are going to include kind of animal husbandry and yeah. actual farming, like physically kind of crop. Yeah. Crop planting, crop harvesting, working in the shop, all that. And it's a pretty ideal place for autistic people to work because it's outside. It's mm -hmm. probably kind of countryside -y, so it's a bit more peaceful. And the rest of the team would all be autistic as yeah. well. So you'd probably, hopefully, fit in quite nicely. Yeah, <laughs> and then also in terms of the actual activities. So if you were doing like crop planting, for example... You basically just do that by yourself. Yeah. You just get on and go. So it could be quite relaxing, really, yeah, quite so, easy yeah, to Yeah, there manage. are quite good routines to the whole thing. You know, you do certain things at certain times every single day. Yeah, and some of it's quite physical as well, which yeah. is a thing that I know I struggle with and probably a lot of other people struggle with, that 
doing any sort of physical activity slash exercise is very difficult. <laughs> so if you've <laughs> got to do it for work, then it keeps you fit and active as well. Mm. And you don't even have to think about doing it, basically. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's good and I want to work there. I am moving to Durham and I'm going to go and work on the farm. Well, until that happens, <laughs> let's move on and have a look at our last article of today. So this is news from Finland, Germany, that kind of area. Oh, yeah. They're so, just next door. Yeah. <laughs> so this is about a game called Full ADHD, which was initially developed in Finland uh, developed by Scion Games in partnership with uh, pharmacy group Takeda. And it's kind of an anime-like, more of a like story-based visual novel. A lot of the visual novel games tend to be Japanese anime-themed. So mm. if you are aware of the Danganronpa universe, oh that is a good example of visual novel. Oh, there's a very good one called Doki Doki Literature Club that I highly recommend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the idea of this game is to help people without ADHD empathize with people with it. So it has you play as someone with ADHD and then the whole story is based around and the whole world is based around those experiences. So you kind of experience it as the character does. And it had some very interesting uh, statistics that went along with it because it says that uh, when it comes to uh, ADHD awareness campaigns, the game generated a 310% higher click-through rate compared to traditional campaigns. So if it was just like a, this is how ADHD feels or blah, 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 blah. If you play the game, Instead, and you actually kind of experience it, then you're more likely to research more about it or understand more or mm. want to understand more about it, which is, I think, especially important with ADHD because there's, you know, we mention it seemingly every week that there is this massive stigma still about it. People think it's just like the naughty boy disease. Yeah. But it's so much more than that. Yeah. And it's really, really hard I think, to explain it to yeah. people. Because if, if people don't experience the symptoms, then how are they going to be able to imagine what it is like to experience them just from kind of descriptions or being told, like, this is yeah. what ADHD people feel? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that video games is actually perfect for, yeah. but it's been severely underutilised in that space because you do you play as like different characters with different experiences to your own mm. and it is the perfect receptacle for telling those kinds of stories so i mean one that's done it very well and has had quite a lot of praise for it is the hellblade oh game, yeah yeah where the the main character you play as experiences psychosis and one of the things they do in that is have binaural audio which, not to get too far into audio theory, if you're playing on headphones, it makes it sound like the voices the character hears is in the room with you, basically. Mm. It feels, it's much more naturalistic. Yeah, it's very good. Quite creepy. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, like I think the the article was saying that your character in in this game has sort of various like stats and things that can affect like his energy level and his ability to focus and things like that and that those can just sort of randomly deplete <laughs> and like affect your abilities to do things in the game and i just think that's quite clever really <laughs> like because it's quite true so it's a nice way to represent it and i really want to try it but it's not it's not available in england yet no not not yet they said um they're working on getting it uh, released in different countries at the moment but i think it's only at the moment finland and germany because it's only just been released in germany mm. now so give it time it might come over this direction hopefully but no i'm i'm just imagining like the hunger bar getting smaller and smaller and smaller and there's like a button that says go and <laughs> go eat and you press it and it goes no <laughs> yeah <laughs> cannot yeah, like you're too, you're too committed to the task that you're currently doing and you can't possibly leave it, yeah. <laughs> despite the fact that you're actually starving. <laughs> yeah. Your health is ticking down. It's yeah. like, eat, eat, eat. Yeah. No, I can't. I'm too, I'm, too, I'm too hungry. Yeah. I can't eat. <laughs> yeah, I'd be really interested to, to have a look at it and see how relatable it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about how you would, similar to Hellblade, how you would try and do like an autism based or like autistic character based game. Mm. I'd imagine you'd probably have to introduce like slight sort of disadvantages if if you're doing things in certain environments. So like um if there's a lot of people around, maybe you could just make like the screen a bit kind of vignetted around the edges or bit blurry or like if your character's in like a bright place like it's really glary things like that or alternatively you could do like a city building game but more of like a, you build like a sensory complex mm. kind of like uh like two point hospital yeah i was thinking two point so you know you have different people with different sensory needs and you kind of have to try and build your place to accommodate them yeah. Because like, if they're all neurodivergent in some way, then it would just show you exactly how many different variations you can have. Yeah. So like, you could have a list of traits, and then each character that comes into your whatever the facility is has just like a randomized combination of those traits yeah. and like severity of those traits. Yeah. Because so, so, so so if so it was many. like ever, like all all the people say. They're all autistic, but there are however many potential traits and they all have some combination. Yeah. So you just get a random assortment and quite a big variety of yeah. possible characters. It would be interesting. Yeah. And then like out like outside of the building you could build like green spaces and like walks and little animal areas you can yeah. go into and yeah. Spend some time with the animals. <laughs> and then inside you you know, you have different variations of lights, which, you know, is like some some people prefer brighter lights, some people prefer dimmer lights, some people like loud ambiences, some like quiet, you know. Yeah. So, you know, having to you know, try and fix all that together. Almost like like an animal crossing thing as well, building specific 
yeah. things for specific people. So maybe an Animal Crossing style one would be better than a theme hospital one, because then if you've got maybe a limited number of people you'd interact with in the game rather than just you know a tiny little sim person mm. just wandering around with different meters on people you actually interact with you know there's dialogue and things and like then you you know you would help build their houses and make them things to make their lives a bit better yeah and like position it and, yeah in the right place so you know you could put them in like a woody area or you could put them by like the coast of an island or yeah. put them like near the centaur and like yeah. far away from other houses or close to another house or, yeah i mean yeah. Uh, yeah i mean they don't even have to be like human people no they could be, be like like, an like anthropomorphized animals or like monsters or yeah or anything basically they could be fruit like anthropomorphized fruit <laughs> that would be quite funny <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Banana can't get into his house because the door is the wrong shape. I was going to say about Mr. Banana. I was going to say autistic banana, but... <laughs> autistic pear does not like the material of their carpet and therefore is refusing to go into the house. <laughs> autistic melon and autistic lemon are twins, but one of them is dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they're both dyslexic and autistic lemon is actually a melon yeah and autistic melon is a lemon <laughs> that would be quite good i like that mr apple doesn't want his house to be too close to mr oranges because he has sensitivity to smells <laughs> mr orange smells too strong <laughs> <laughs> when mr orange peels himself at the end oh, of the God. day Mr. Apple gets overstimulated. It's a, it's a very strong smell <laughs> when Mr. Orange depeels. Oh, God. Is that like him getting undressed at the yeah. end of the day, putting his pyjamas on? Yeah. Just peeing at himself. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to peel myself at the end of the day, that would cause some sensory problems. Well, like, yeah, because you're not an orange. <laughs> <laughs> if I was an orange and I had to peel myself at the end of the day... <laughs> Maybe this could be a question for Michael Sheen. If you were an orange and you had to peel yourself... Do you think yourself? you could peel yourself? <laughs> How would your dream autism game go? Like, I think we've got a pretty solid, pretty solid pitch for our Animal Crossing style autism game. Yeah. I think the style would They don't also... all have to be fruit, I guess. They could be. I think animals would be good. Yeah. I think or monsters people. would be pretty good. Like, you know, vampires, zombies werewolves kind of like misfits yeah because they're all basically societal outcasts and hey look yeah <laughs> it's a move <laughs> i think most autistic people probably get on quite well with animal crossing style games as well mm. so if you're looking for one that's suitable for an autistic crowd that's probably the vibe to go for <laughs> probably <laughs> But with that, I think that's probably where we should end this episode of The Autistic Experience. See, what did I tell you at the beginning? There's autism and then nonsense. nonsense. <laughs> autism and nonsense. That's the way to go. That's basically like if we were a duo, like we could comedy duo, autism and nonsense. <laughs> yeah, but then which one's which? At the minute, only your autism. So I'd have to be nonsense. You'd have to be nonsense, yeah. <laughs> 
But a couple of weeks. We'll right? see. Yeah, we'll see. If suddenly you have to get kicked off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? How embarrassing. <laughs> So yeah, that's where we will end this episode of The Autistic Experience. Thank you so much for listening. A new episode will, fingers crossed, be with you next Sunday at midday British time. You can always go follow us on Instagram for any kind of updates or random stuff which comes along. So go to at The Autistic Experience on Instagram for that. I'm not sure what else we have to say now, apart from should the opportunity present itself... You, you go, go get, get that, that free lunch. lunch. <laughs> <laughs>